What's good, guys? Um, I'm just gonna make it clear that uh, Cole played that song. I did me. play that song, um, and it's, it's it's a great. It it has a lot of rich Irish history. It has a lot of character. It does. Just think, just think about the words. Like, if they're not deep to you, then I don't even know. <laughs> Shout out to um, Jed Rifkin for uh, supplying me with that um, fantastic music selection right there. Just thank you. So, yeah, on that note, uh, welcome back to the Third Stringers. Um, it's your boy, Brendan. What's up? Uh, this is Cole. Um, yeah, yeah, Chris, go ahead and introduce Chris. yourself. I've been on the show once before. He started, Twice, huh? he started a gun at uh, Shaps. So Shaps, Shaps numbers, record is three, I believe. Shaps at three. Then, uh, Shaps, all right, Shaps at three. Chris is at two. We're at seven. Yeah. Um, so we're winning right now as far as we are winning. on the show. I mean, uh, uh, although we are the hosts, still. We're, well. We're kind of, well, we're are we? the best. Are we the hosts? I think so, yeah. I think Shap might be, too. Shap, Shap's almost a host, but hey. Chris gets on one Chris more is, show. Chris has gone into Shap's yeah. spot. So, Shap, if you're listening right now, you better get down here. Watch quick. out, Shap. Yeah, watch out, Shap. You got heads coming for your uh, for, for your top spot. So, it's a uh, it's a beautiful Wednesday. Beautiful Wednesday. Hamilton College. Um, we're just here to kind of clown around today. Chris, you want to introduce yourself again to the podcast? Sure, I'll introduce myself again. Um, I'm Chris Harrison. Yes, I have the same name as the host of Bachelor. I know you guys talked about that last episode. Um, I'm a freshman at Hamilton. I'm five foot nine, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's about <laughs> it. So, so uh, Chris, we we were talking about this last episode, but how would you feel if Brandon and I nominated you to be on The Bachelor? I would feel phenomenal. Really, I, I would love to. Be would on. you? Here's a question for you. Like yeah. in in all seriousness, would you want to be on The Bachelor given the opportunity or not? Um, I think honestly, sure. Like if I was in a place in my life where I was like single and just chilling and they're like you want to be on the bachelor i'd be like sure you i go feel for it. Like yeah, pretty easy going so would you would you want to be one of the 30 contestants or would you want to be like the the bachelor i mean mm. i think i'd rather be the bachelor because it's a lot less cutthroat it's not fair. like there's that's fair 29 that's, other that's guys fair. going after the same girl yeah, yeah i mean I, yeah I've, like wait same. there's 30 people 30 starts with 30 really? they cut like 10 heads on the first episode though they whittle it down mad quick that's kind of nuts I've, or you could even like take over Chris Harrison's job. Yeah, yeah. we were also yeah. saying that. You like, what if like, they were just like, yeah, and like we and and now Chris Harrison's getting kind of old. He's yeah. getting kind of up and, there. And and then you come I out know, here yeah. with the same name and I just can, like get him on. I could just imagine like there's just some like huge drama that goes down. You're just like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would like be I, a I great bachelor, bachelor host. Yeah, I I'd love to be the bachelor host. I just go around and be like, so how do you feel about your? I know. It's like, good sir, how do you feel like about everything? How do you feel about being kicked off the show? Yeah, exactly. He's like, man. That would be pretty hilarious, actually. That would so be. I'm for that. Um, Are you a fan of The Bachelor? Um, I actually, before I came here, I'd never seen a full episode. Hmm. And then um, I watched my first full episode here. Really? Bachelor made, in Paradise. Who made Ooh. you watch it? That's the um, question. Cole Ray, Shana, my roommate. Fair. Oh, fair, that's fair. sick. Yeah, who's he's a like? big Bachelor. Who'd you like? I, um... I think it was, it was Bachelor in Paradise. So I, I liked him. Um, it was Hannah and some other guy. Hannah G? Hannah yeah, G. Hannah we G. love Hannah G. We love Hannah G. We're, Hannah big, G. we're big Hannah G fans on this show. See, whoever says they don't like The Bachelor is one of two things. First, like, they're lying. And second, yeah. they're lying. Exactly. Much. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you get approached by any point and someone's just like, hey, do you want to be on The Bachelor? Or do you want to be The Bachelor? Or hey, do you want to be on The Bachelorette? 
I think the answer is yes. You, you like, have to even if you, like, don't want to, you just have to for the clownage, you know? Like, yeah, unless you're, like, married or, like, in a serious, committed relationship. Yeah, fair. That, that's a different story, because yeah. I feel like your significant other would not like that. Very fair. But other than that, yeah. But you dude, that was, that was the tea of uh, the most recent Bachelorette. Yeah. Because really? if you didn't this? know, um, there's a guy who basically dumped his girlfriend mm-hmm. to be on the wow. show. And he won. Wow. And then the Bachelorette, the person who picked him, um, found out about it. And then dumped him after the show. Yeah. That's crazy. Kind yeah. of nice. That is absolutely nuts. Yeah. So, um, despite The Bachelor, Chris, do you have any uh, potential topics of interest you'd like to talk about today? Topics of interest? I know we talked about um, the NBA a little bit before we came in here. We want to talk about the NBA. This is getting back. We haven't been back to sports in a while. And I kind of I kind of want to give some takes on, on basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. No, yeah, I'm a big sports guy, so I'm always always down for a sports conversation. Yeah. So, and uh, oh, before we start, if we're, not, if we're on the topic of NBA basketball, we do have to shout out our man Cole, who it was nominated as the Spectator Article of the Week. Thank you. I think big I think man. I was proud. I think there were not a lot of articles this week, and it wasn't a good article. But you guys should read. Uh, you're just saying that. You guys, you guys, yeah, should, sure it was great. you guys should read my Spectator article on uh, NBA basketball power rankings. Um, it's some, it's a, it's some, it's some good takes, but I appreciate it. You want to give you, you want to give your top five right now? We will. I'll give my top five. Do it. So, um, I'm, I, I'll give my honorable mentions: the um, Houston Rockets and the Denver Nuggets. And here's why: because both of these teams, they have three MVP layer, MVP, um, caliber ability players. caliber players. They have Jokic for the Nuggets, who's filthy, Ridiculous. but like, I don't think he has on defense. And yeah. they they got Jamal Murray, they got Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray is dirty. Jamal Murray. But I just think they're too young. I I think yeah. when it comes to playoffs, I don't think they'll be able to. Win. Jokic isn't a good scorer either. Yeah. No, he's not. That was a problem last year, and I feel like it's going to be yeah. the problem. Probably, I, into, I I feel like this year they'll do better in the playoffs. I feel yeah. like next year will probably be like their championship yeah. window. I th- yeah. I think so. I think if Michael Porter Jr. gets healthy too, they're going to be disgusting. They could be really good. Michael he was Jordan, filthy. If Michael Porter pans out, yeah. he was. If it weren't for his back injuries, people were calling him a number one. He pick. might not pan out though. That's a that's a problem. All of his injuries. I do think that Jamal Murray will. I I said at the beginning before the season started, Jamal Murray's going to be an All Star this year. And next year, I think he's going to be one of the premier players in the NBA. Jamal Murray. I think Jamal Murray's really good. Very, he's, he's very, he's very filthy good. on 2K, too. He's filthy on 2K. You took him on 2K, and you're yeah. just demolishing me. I know. But my secret on 2K is Seth Curry. Seth Curry. I can't play with Seth Curry. I'm telling you. Fun fact, though, he was the screensaver on my phone for about three weeks. Because he's a legend. Absolute yeah. legend. I, I don't know why he was the screensaver on my phone, but he was. Fair. So, yeah, essentially my take for the Nuggets is they're a really solid team. I'll give them an honorable mention because I think they're going to be probably two or three seed this year, and I, don't, I just I they're they're a good team, but I just think they're way too inexperienced. Then the the Rockets, my other honorable mention, they got James Harden, just filthy. Uh, Russell Westbrook, really good. PJ Tucker, Clint Capella. I mean, they're they're a stacked team. Is Clint Capella still on the team? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they're, they're they're a stacked team all across the board. But I just I first of all I don't think Russ and James Harden will mesh. Not a perfect, I, I like, not a perfect combination. I, I kind of like that combo. I do. It's, I it's think a hot it's, take. I kind of like it. I, I I get that, but and I think it, I think the reason that it can work well is because of their style of offense, which is essentially just run and gun it yeah. and try and outscore exactly. the other team. But in the end, I just don't think. I think teams will find a way to defend them, and then when a team can defend them, they won't defend as well back, and then they'll lose. The thing is, the thing is, if they both aren't having a good shooting day, and 
it happens for Westbrook a lot, and it definitely happens to Harden sometimes. I've seen his stats. Yeah. The team isn't going to win. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, I think another problem is that they're both do- ball dominant, and they're both they're both stat stuffers. Like mm-hmm. you they're, can't yeah, like, it, like I, I feel like I feel like the best the best teams in the NBA, the ones that actually win championships, aren't stat stuffers. Yeah. If you have a stat stuffer, it's one player on your team, and they're like the bona fide star. Yeah. But besides yeah. that, it's just people who play, pass the ball, do all this, and sure they both get good assist numbers, but it's kind of like they're it's usually garbage time. They do, they like dole out like eight assists in the like fourth quarter. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah I feel that. I I get that. I think my take on it is that only because of the rocket style of offense it will work. I think on any other team it yeah, would just be terrible fair. and it would crash and burn. But because the Rockets run the break so much and Westbrook is the best fast break player player in the league. Hands down. And um like, they can kind of take the load off for each other. And I, I've noticed the last couple of seasons, Harden's been ridiculous in the regular season, and he just runs out of gas in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I've heard. And that's the whole thing with load management, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And, and Westbrook can help with the load management, and then, like, he doesn't have to score 35 a game for them to win. So, here's a question for you guys. Yeah. Say that the Rockets don't win the chip ne- this year, and they don't win the chip next year. They're done. Do you fire D'Antoni and blow it up? Because D'Antoni on the Suns... He had Steve Nash. Steve Nash was an MVP. They went to the finals. His big thing is was he could not bring home a ring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same with same with the uh, with, with the with the Knicks with Carmelo and Jeremy Lin. And here we are again with the Rockets. He yeah. like his teams. Yeah. His teams have good records. They're good. Their players are MVP candidates like year in and year out. Shit. But they cannot they cannot win when it counts the most. See, I think I think Dan Tony. I think overall he's a good coach. And I think his philosophy on the Rockets, I, I do think it's solid. And I think it's solid because it suits those players. It does. But if he doesn't win a chip in the next two years, I don't know if his coaching style is going to be... I, I like it. I don't think it's going to be amazing. The problem yeah. is that the problem is that a good... Like, like when, you, when you go up against like a, like a good playoff team yeah. that's well-coached and like has like good yes. defenders, yes. A, his, his style, like his offensive style does not work. Or it does not work well enough to... Yeah. Like win four out of seven no, games. No, no chance. Like in, in the stretch, I I do not think they'll have a chance of beating a team like the Clippers in the in the playoffs. I, I if it comes down to that in the finals, no. Yeah. In, in I, the think, Western Conference I think finals. you toss. I think you toss Kawhi on James Harden, He's, or if you're the Lakers, yeah. you toss either Danny Green or even yep. LeBron James if you have yep. to on James Harden, and the team's done. They're done. You just you just dare Russell Westbrook to shoot it and. He's gonna go He's over, going to, yeah. and like that's how you're gonna beat the Rockets. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it depends on the way they lose. Yeah. If Antonio gets fired or not, I, I agree. I agree that there there are some good formulas to beating the Rockets, and I think that's why they brought in Westbrook to see if they can kind of break those yeah. things open yeah. and change the way that they're gonna have to be defended. I, I think the um the jury's still out on whether or not that's gonna work. But, yeah. Um, I think if they if they lose like get swept by the Clippers or something two years in a row or like they lose pretty handily in like the West Finals, they don't make a finals appearance, then I think Dantoni's out. If he can make that. it to the finals, make it a competitive if finals. If he can make it to the finals, he's not yeah. out. No. I say I don't think they'll make it. I just I don't think they'll make it to the final in the next two years. I don't think so either. Because this year well, well I'll get to this later in my power rankings, but they'll have the Nuggets to compete against, the Lakers and the Clippers. And I just don't like. I don't think they're gonna get past the Lakers or the Clippers. I think they can get past the Nuggets. Nuggets. I I think they can get past the Nuggets unless Jokic and Murray ball out. But at this, and I do feel like that the Nuggets are a deeper team, and especially when you get late into a game and 
Harden and Westbrook are tired, and you got to put in your reserves. Mm -hmm. And you basically have uh, Eric Gordon and a bunch of nobodies against what is, I would say, a pretty strong, um, like, like second second string team yeah. for the Nuggets. I feel like that's where the Nuggets could really kind of, like, pound on the Rockets. But even yeah. then, playoffs are about stardom, and the Rockets have the two biggest stars uh, yeah. of those two teams. So the Rockets would probably win this I, year. I agree. But I just don't see them. I, I, see, I, I definitely don't see them getting past the Clippers. Mm -hmm. They could, if it's a fluke against the Lakers, and if somebody's injured, but I don't think they're getting past Clippers in the, any day. Yeah, the thing I, is, I LeBron, LeBron can will himself past any team. Oh yeah, and yeah. He's beaten better teams than the. Uh, he's beaten better teams than the Rockets with worse players than he has. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the finals against the Warriors, that's just like they were much better than the Rockets are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So number five. No, I mean my honorable mention will be second one is the Rockets. So I'm, I'm technically number six. Just don't. I just don't think they'll. Be good in the playoffs. Number five, Milwaukee Bucks. And here's why. I think I I would have them even close to number two if they had Malcolm Brogdon. They do not anymore. But no, he's on yeah, the Pacers it's a, it's now. A huge loss. But Giannis is just a freak of nature. He's the best player. He's starting to shoot a little bit better now, too. He's the best player in the NBA. I, I really think so. Yeah, he is. It, yep. when, it, when Kevin Durant's out, he's the best yep. player in the NBA. I think he's better than KD. Now. Really? I think KD's a better scorer, but as an all-around player, to be honest. That's player. actually true. I can see that. Yeah. He's 6'11". He can run the point. Yeah. He can play the five. He, yeah, he can He can play any position on the court. He can defend any position on the court. Yeah. yeah. He can get the ball in the hoop. Yeah. He's, he's just so physical. He's too. nasty. I think I think he can carry a team. I think he's got that yeah. mentality. And that's why I put... I mean, they got Chris Middleton, too. Brooke Lopez. Neither of them are that great, but... Wasn't Chris Middleton the All-Star last year, actually? Yeah, he was, yeah. He was pretty good he was last just, year. He's good. He's a good shooter. He is. Which is what they need. I feel like the way that you need to construct the Bucks to be a championship roster is very similar to the way that LeBron teams are constructed, which is basically LeBron James and a ton of shooters. Yeah. That's what that's what they need. Because yeah. if Giannis, who's good enough to distribute the ball, can literally just slash and kick, like the team's going to be unstoppable because he's taking two players into the paint every yeah. single time he, like, yeah. steps within the three-point line, and that's going to leave somebody open. Yeah. yeah. And no, if I you don't it. put two people on him, then it's an then he's scoring. Yeah. Then he's scoring the yeah. basket. Yeah. A bunch of 3 and D guys and Giannis and Tedekumpo, that's a that's a championship roster. Yeah. They'll, they'll be tough to get past. They'll they be very tough yeah. to beat. I think the Celtics have a shot. I think so, too. I'm a Celtics fan, but they'll be tough to beat. Number yeah. four... Philadelphia 76ers. Here's why. First of all, breaking news. Ben Simmons just hit his first NBA three Double. in a regular season game. Unbelievable. Huge. And if this if this shows anything about his jump shot, the league is that's gonna be tough. They got they got a stacked five. Got Simmons, uh, Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, Embiid. And who's the last one? JJ Reddick. Al Horford. Al Horford. JJ oh, Reddick's on the Pelicans. They're really? that's a yeah. pretty stacked lineup. The addition of Al Horford is huge. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean they lost they took the Rockets to seven and they really should not have lost that game. Just because the, the Kawhi got really lucky with that last shot in the semifinals. I think if, if he didn't hit that, they they could have won the chip. They really could have. I don't see yeah. I don't I don't see the Bucks getting past them. Is that who they the rock the uh, yeah they went up against next the yeah yeah the Rockets yeah so I don't I don't see that I see them in the finals 
I, I think the 76ers are all across the board a really strong team. I think it depends on healthiness. I think it depends yeah. on... I, I think Embiid's a good leader. I think it largely depends on if Simmons can carry them down the stretch. But if they can, I see them... I, 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 the reason that I don't think they'll make it out of the East is because of their health issues and because of their leadership or like leadership issues. Yeah. But I think if they can move all past that, I think they're the finals and go to the, to the finals for the East. They have... I think that... If the 76ers can play up to their full potential, yeah, they are a finals slash championship team, hands down. But I see problems with Ben Simmons in the playoffs when good coaches yep. are able to defend against them. Correct. You saw it. Um, I believe it was two years ago. It was Celtics versus the 76ers, and the Celtics blew out the 76ers because they literally just let they gave Ben Simmons basically the three-point line, and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Obviously, now that yeah. he can shoot a little bit better, a little bit. hopefully that can change. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is his first three-point shot he has ever hit in the NBA, yeah. so we can't yeah. get too ahead of ourselves. It took him 10 games to get there this season. Yeah. If they, if they give him the three and he starts hitting it, there are going to be mad if, good. If Ben Simmons has a jump shot, he's the MVP of the NBA. But I don't. He just still does yeah, not yeah. have a jump shot. I no. It, un- unless he could starts consistently shooting and consistently yeah. making threes, not even at that good of a clip. Like if he was shooting thirty percent from three, or even like even twenty five, just do it. Right now, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's like one for seventeen. Yeah, one for nineteen. That's, there we go. That's gross. I think um, I think the big thing. I I honestly don't think it's super important that he gets a jump shot. I just think it's important that teams think he does and can defend yeah, it. Teams have to respect yeah, it, it, teams have to respect that's huge. I uh yeah, so I, that's that's what I think. I think we'll, I think we'll get the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals. They need they need they need more shooters too. Yeah. I think losing Reddick was a sneaky very big loss because mm-hmm. he gave them like an actual yep. three point yeah. presence. Although Josh Richardson can kind of shoot, Al Horford can kind of stretch the floor, Joel Embiid can kind of stretch the floor. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris can shoot too. Not, they don't have they don't have like a bona fide really good shooter. Yeah. And yeah. then like a league of threes. Yeah. It's gonna, tough. It's, it's you, tough. And you yeah. literally always had to stay on the three point arc for JJ Reddick. You just had yeah. to be there. Yeah. 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 Knock he it was down. dead. Number three, you boys are gonna like this. The Boston Celtics. There we go. My favorite. My favorite to get out of the East. Yeah. And here's why. I think Kyrie is just a big trouble for teams that have a stack lineup. He wants the ball. They're gonna give him the ball. He's 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 an amazing player. Isn't it Kevin now? No, I mean I'm talking in the past. Oh, I got like you. like I when, got you. like like I don't think he's the best fit for a stack lineup. Yeah, like when they had sense. him, I think I think he's an amazing player, but he just wasn't the leader, and he just hogged the ball. And now you got Kemba, who I, from what I've heard, their right players are gonna love right him. Right leader. He tells them to keep shooting, and with young guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, that's big. J- Jalen Brown's having a really good year. Kemba's leading them. They're just looking disgusting. They're stacked across the board. Yeah. I think they're going to be very hard to beat in the East. Yeah. I think Giannis and the Bucks could potentially get past them. I think the 76ers could potentially get past them. But I think right now they're, they're looking so strong. I think, I think you have to say it how it is and that Kyrie Irving was a terrible leader. He was. And the fact that he's gone and replaced with Kemba, although the talent takes a little bit of a dip, I think that the team chemistry yeah. um, goes way up. And I think it's going to make the team like a lot better. I think that I think that the Celtics are one of the most slept. I think the Celtics are the most slept on team going into the NBA this year. And obviously, that. you're not sleeping on them as much. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people had them at the, like the back of their top ten as far no. as power yeah. rankings go. Yeah. And I thought that was complete like Mm-mm. that was complete crap because you've got you've got Kemba Walker who's still a premier point guard in the yeah. league. You've got Jason Tatum who's now entering his third year in the NBA and was going to be 
I like he's going to be an all-star this year. He's averaging like 20, 26 points a game. It's ridiculous. Jalen Brown's at like twenty. Jalen, yeah, Jalen Brown's been playing really well mm-hmm. so far. I think losing Hayward is a big loss considering yes. how well he's playing early in the season. But I he's think he's out. Back. He's out for like a month or two, yeah. and he's back. As long as we have him back for the stretch, he's getting his confidence back. He's getting his mobility back. I think that's huge. I think our one problem is that uh, we don't have much of a paint presence, especially mm-hmm. with Enos Kanter, who's not a great defender. No. We need Robert Williams to step up, um, and I like because. I think our problem is if we face a team like the 76ers, we're going to get bullied in the paint by Joel Embiid. Yep. And if we face the Bucks, you've got Giannis, Giannis. who's going to be Nobody's unstoppable. No one's going to stop. Yeah. Gonna stop. Um, I'm going to put out a hot take right now. Yeah. I don't like Joel Embiid. I don't think I think he's overrated. I think he's hmm. like he's he's a very good player. I don't think he's a good leader. I think um I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, he got in a huge fight with Carl Anthony Towns yeah. a couple weeks that ago. That was sick. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and they had like a beef on Twitter for like two weeks. Yeah, after I saw that. that. that was like, nuts. I, I don't think he's mature. Apparently, because his boy Jimmy Butler didn't like Cat. Yeah, no, Jimmy like, Butler yeah. hated Cat and Wiggins. Yeah, so funny, dude. I okay. This is this is way off topic, but we'll come back to what you're saying. Andrew Wiggins, I've been on his train for so long, really? and everyone's been saying, "Oh, he's been a bust." He scores eighteen he's to twenty good. points a year. And now this year he's averaging like 26. So he's balling out this year. Yeah. But for a first pick who people were kind of saying he's the next one, he is not, he's not panned out. 20 a year though, pretty much? 20, all right. His second year he averaged like 23.1. Yeah, he, here was his problem. Everybody felt like, like Wiggins disappeared in games and basically scored a lot of garbage time points. Okay. And I wasn't, get that. And he didn't, he didn't, he doesn't have like the dog mentality and he wasn't able to like say like, Move out of my way. I'm taking over this game. Yeah. And if you want to be a star player, if you want to be That's like a, fair. if you want to be a good player, you need to have that mentality. That's fair. He's been playing a lot better this year. So yeah. We'll see how it goes. I think that's something big criticized about the Timberwolves too, because across the board they're not a bad team. They're very. But Cat and at Wiggins, they just got they don't have the mentality which just like get out of my way. I'm scoring and we're winning this game. I feel you know? I, I yeah. think Cat's overrated. I think mm. Wiggins. I think I think. I think, so I would have said Wiggins was overrated, but I feel like a lot of people are kind of off his train. Yeah. So I'm kind of with that. I'm not on his train, but okay. he has been playing better this year, so I could be completely proven wrong. Okay. I um, think Cat's the third best center in the league, if I'm honest. Uh, so what? Embiid, Jokic, Cat? Not counting Anthony, Div- Anthony Davis. Okay. I'd go, I'd go Jokic, Embiid, um, Cat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's fair, but I also feel like I don't know. I don't think Cat is good enough to lead a team. To like I lead, lead a team. I think Cat needs another. Cat needs somebody like a Cat. Cat would need like a LeBron James on his team. I I'm not that. saying that they would fit together because I don't think that LeBron's intensity would work with Cat. But he like he like he needs he needs a like a LeBron caliber player to like be a championship. Player. I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. What was your What was your take about yeah. Embiid? Yeah, I, I just I think he's overrated. I don't think he moves well. I think part of that's yeah. his injury. He's but like he's he's been so injury prone. The I, the games that I've seen seen of him, he's very strong. He's a good player. I just don't think like he doesn't move super well. I actually can I actually get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like he he's just not a mobile center. And like in today's NBA, it makes it a lot harder. He clogs the paint, and especially with the team the Sixers are, where they really don't have any shooters. It's a bunch of big guys, and that's great on defense. They'll they'll score some, but. I think he like I just don't think they're like they fit together super well. And yeah, Embiid and, and Simmons are like 
they're both extremely talented. Yeah. But they're not a perfect fit. I yeah. completely agree. It's weird looking at them. I think sometimes it works, and sometimes they do play well, and I think they're a clutch team in the playoffs. But I, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that I also think that Brett Brown's not the right guy. I think they, they I think if they want to be put over the edge, they need a better coach than Brett Brown. I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's kind of a trash coach, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Back to the uh, yeah, Celtics. To the or, um, yeah. Just to finish up with them, I, I think that they're going to have a tough time against the 76ers and the Bucks. I really do. I think something will happen on the trade line potentially with them. That would be huge. Which, yeah, be huge. Huge. which would be huge. big. I think they need a big man, to, especially to guard Giannis or to guard a uh, MB or Simmons. I mean, Marcus Smart's been guarding base. He's that's been doing a great true. job. I, I completely even forgot Marcus Smart's about a gritty player in the NBA. So and that's, that I was, love Marcus Smart. That was my next point. I think... Uh, something that a lot of the teams in the East don't have is grit. Yeah. And and I'm being yeah. completely serious about this. Oh, because I think right. I think the Celtics have immense grit. They have grit. If you just look at them yeah. against the Cavs, I think a couple years ago in the Eastern Conference Finals, they were missing like Kyrie and Jason yeah. Tatum and and Brown balled out, yeah. and they were like they took them to seven. Took them to seven. I just I I think I think they have immense grit even even without Kyrie with both Kemba they're gonna lead them. I, I think good. I think Marcus Smart. I used to hate him. I, I, I love Marcus Smart. I, I think well. he's one of the sneaky best players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't let, as long as he's not shooting, yes, don't yeah. let him shoot the ball. Let him do anything else on the court. He's an incredible playmaker. Mm-hmm. He's an incredible defender. Yeah. He's an incredible leader. Yes. and he, he kind of sucks at shooting. Yeah. If he get, if he's on fire, he's pretty good. But he's usually not. So that's my one thing with him. I would rather him just crash the paint slash more than shoot. I agree, but. I think he's an incredible player. I agree. And, yeah, I, I think they're a really solid team across the board. I think one big thing about Marcus Smart, too, is the fact that he knows his role. And he yes, knows that he is in the score. Big problem with the Celtics team. last year was the fact that it was a lot of players who were expecting to get a lot of points, and there's only one ball. Mm. The nice thing with Marcus Smart is that he doesn't mind if he gets six points a game. He doesn't. Because he, like... Like he's he's got he's got that winning mentality, yeah. which I think is huge. And I think another thing too is what you just said about they, there was a bunch of players that wanted to score the ball. I think even though that's true, and I think Brown and Tatum are hungry, I think they've all of them kind of settled in the in the role. And I, think, I think they're just like yeah. I want to win a chip now. I think I, I think, really do. I think last year was a big like learning um, mm-hmm. kind of like learning curve for a lot of those young players. Yeah. I think it's what they needed. Yeah. To uh, kind of develop its championship exactly. mentality, and yeah. especially since yeah. all of them they were. They're like they're like oh Jason Tatum is disgusting he's absolutely filthy yeah. but then they didn't really perform and I think now they're just like now that that pressure's a little bit off and they're just like you know like people aren't hyping us up anymore yeah they're, they're hungry gonna, we're they're gonna gonna hungry to come out here and play like it just they're they're a fun team to watch I yeah. think um the um switch of Kemba and Kyrie as well adds the grit so very much, much so. yeah Kemba Kemba's self selfless yes. he's very gritty he'll just yes. do what he needs to win and Kyrie was not like that. Um, I saw I saw something the other day where um, if if so like Gordon Hayward would shoot a lot and he'd miss and I know there were a couple games last year he's like oh for ten yeah I watched this too Kyrie yeah. would look at him shake his head or like give him like a he's like, like don't shoot yeah just say yeah. something to me but yo stop shooting give me the ball Kemba um there's a clip of him walking around like, yo keep shooting, shooting keep yeah, shooting yeah I, I saw that. that yeah I love that which is fantastic I think another component of that too is Kyrie came to the Celtics after being on the Cavs who won who won the chip and I think Kemba coming from the Hornets right. Yeah. yeah, coming from the Hornets, he hasn't been on a good team. He's mm-hmm. carried the Hornets. He was their leading scorer in history. He's and even I, hungrier. I think yeah. coming to the Celtics, he's like he's like, dang, now we actually have a chance to win this. Let's yeah. freaking yeah. go. Yeah, which is and that's just like he's like I know like we can do something special, yeah. and I think that's really good. Yeah, I, he's 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 hungry too. Yeah, 
And so they're, they're my favorites coming out of the East. But um, if, if they get a big. My fi- All right, number two is the L.A. Clippers. And I think it's very tied between the L.A. Lakers and the L.A. Clippers. Uh, my reasons for putting the L.A. Clippers at two, first of all, is they're just they're a filthy team. They're filthy. They yeah, got Paul George, who scored 37 points in 20 minutes the other night. So, like, literally, it's like, second game off an injury. Nuts. Yeah, I, I love Paul Nuts. I think, I think he might, he just has to stay healthy. They got Kawhi, who's MB, MVP caliber player, yep. defense player of the year. Um, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, they're stacked. They, they're, they're one of the deepest teams in the NBA that also now have some of the best star talent in the mm-hmm. NBA. Yeah. And they have a great coach in Doc Rivers. There's no there's no holes on this team. Mm-mm, there's really no mean. holes. No. They've got grit. They've got scoring. They've got shooting. They've yeah. got depth. They've got star players. There's nothing they don't have. No, they're, they're pure across the board. I would say they're also the best perimeter defensive team in the NBA. Yes, they're the, they're the best defensive team yeah. in the NBA. That's true. Straight up. That's true. I mean, uh, Kawhi and Paul George are both like pro, are both like premier defenders yeah. in the league. They're like, yeah. they're like year in year out defensive yeah. player of the year candidates. Yeah. You've got Montreal Harrell, who is like a, he's basically a like a Draymond Green, yeah, without without like the attitude. And yeah. Lou Williams, who's just a great point guard, yeah, very great. And Patrick Beverly, I think Patrick Beverly. They have really forgot right, right. about Patrick, Patrick Beverly. Beverly is absurd. I think he's a bit overrated, but I do think he's good. He's great. Yeah, he's he's, I, he's not good at all on offense, but they don't need him to be. Yeah, he, has, he has personality. I, yeah, I team. think the thing that's yeah. important is Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George, less of an extent, but they're not going to speak up. Like Kawhi, literally doesn't speak. He just he just is just filthy and yeah. wins championships. Yeah, Kawhi is so fun. I love Kawhi. I love Kawhi so much. And then you have this kind of quiet mentality. I think that kind of goes across the board for the yeah. Clippers. And then you add in Patrick Beverly, who's just gonna stir things up, get people mm-hmm. riled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Kawhi and Paul George are just gonna be chilling back, knocking yeah. down threes, blocking shots, and it's just gonna be yeah. nuts. Kawhi will be on the same board. Man gets paid. Board yeah. man gets paid. Yeah. Board man gets paid. My shirt should be coming in on like Friday or something. Oh, yeah, that's nice. So I I don't know I think I think the Clippers I think the Clippers are a stacked team across the board. There's not really any disadvantages to them I don't think, although they are kind of a new like it's just a bunch. The chemi- of chemistry is probably chemistry the biggest is problem. Be down. I think they'll get it, and I think my main reason for not putting them as my favorites is just because I think the Lakers are gonna beat them. Yeah, and I think I think one thing with the Clippers is, they're probably I wouldn't be surprised if they're the third or fourth seed going into the playoffs. Yeah, because I think it's pretty clear. That it's like a team aimed towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that Kawhi is starting to take like a LeBron esque approach where he's going to take he's gonna take off a lot of time. He's already yep. been doing so with his knee. And um, they don't have a great record right now. They don't. I think they're eight I think they're eight and five or nine and five. Which is good. And it's like obviously I think they're gonna like they're gonna turn it on when it matters. Agreed. But I like I wouldn't be surprised if they go into the playoffs as like the fourth seed, which I think is fine. But I think it's just something to take into account, and I think that even even if they underperform regular season wise, it's no reason to believe that they're going to be bad in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I remember. I think when the Cavs won the finals, um, a few they were years the ago, seed. yeah, they were the four seed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. Um, so yeah, I think the Clippers are stacked team. Um, I think it'll be really interesting to see them in the playoffs. And then my number one is the LA Lakers. I've talked about this a little bit. But um, I I don't think they're as a stacked team as as the Clippers are. I think they have three very good players and a good yeah. supporting cast. I think I think I, I, there's a couple things. First of all, LeBron James. I think he'll be MVP this year. It's looking like it back. so far. It's looking like he's, it. He's playing um, really well. 
Anthony Davis, who is just an, a fantastic player. Yeah. Fantastic. I think I I think they're just both of them are just two of the best players in the world, and I think LeBron James is going to bring the chip there this year. But then if you look across their supporting lineup, I think Kyle Kuzma, if he settles into his role, is going to be lethal in the playoffs. He yeah. can knock down shots. He's not a bad defender. He's good. He's and got then, good mentality too. Yeah, and then you got then you got JaVale McGee, who's also a really good five. <laughs> he's he's not he's not yeah. bad. And no, then he's a good five. The and the X factor is Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's been playing well this year. Now the thing is Dwight Howard, he has been playing well in the last few years. He was filthy for the magic. And then he comes to the Lakers. He came to the Lakers, yeah, and was garbage. And he knows his role. He knows he doesn't need to score. He just needs to block shots, get to rebounds, and push yeah. some shots up. Yeah. And he is playing fantastic. He's playing well in his role. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. He, all, I think he's hungry. He's just like, yeah. LeBron's going to lead me to a chip, and I'm going to do whatever it takes yeah. to get there. And a team like that, they need people who know that role. They do. They, they do. really do. Especially on a LeBron team, that's exactly what you need. Yeah. And yeah. they have that. I think that when it boils down to it, the NBA is all about star power, and the yeah. Lakers are the best star power in the league. I agree, yeah. And, like, they kind of have all the elements of a LeBron championship team, which is they've got the star power in Anthony Davis. They've got shooters. They've got Danny Green. Um, Kyle Kuzma can shoot. Um, who else do they have on their bench? I forget. doesn't really matter. Um I think yeah, they have Avery yeah. Bradley, maybe. They do have Avery Bradley. Really? He's, he's not bad. He's injured right now, but he he's a good 3 and D player. Yeah, and I think he's good. a good fit for LeBron. I agree. I, um, agree. I, I think that and LeBron playing at an MVP level, I think that I, I, I like I, this is a team that Absolutely. could be unstoppable must come to playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think and Kobe just gave them the endorsement by showing up on the games. Yep. I think, um, I, so, yeah, that, that's my top five I, I, to win the chip. Um. I think in the East, it's going... Uh, see, I, I rank the Bucks fifth and the 76ers fourth. But I think it's that's going to be a really tight series. So yeah. I think in the East, it'll be the Celtics versus either the Bucks or the 76ers. I think that it's going to go to seven. I think the Celtics are going to come out of there. And I think it's going to be... I, I do think it's going to be the Clippers and the Lakers. And I think that's going to go to seven as well. I think it's going to be the Lakers versus the Celtics, and the Lakers are going to take it home, and that's going to be an insane that's series. That's going to be a ridiculous The Lakers series. versus Celtics in the finals. That's a story, right? I would love to see that. Yeah, exactly. Now, see, I, I, think, I think also these top these teams have the best odds to win it. I also think they're the best teams across the board. Yeah. In the playoffs, I'm not sure, because you have to look at what teams really mesh well. Not sure if the Celtics will, even though they're looking like it right now. Not sure if the, the Clippers will, but... I, I, I really think the Bucks can challenge. I think the 76ers can challenge. I think the Nuggets can challenge. The Rockets could challenge. But I would love, love, love to see an LA Lakers-Celtics final. That would be so huge. That would be so much fun. That's my take. It's gonna be. It's sad, though, that the Warriors are not going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. As, yeah. It's, it's looking so right now, at least. Yeah. Oh, they're not making the playoffs, they're especially with Curry out. They have Curry out. They're 3-12. They're 3-12. and 12. They're three and 12. Three and 12. Yeah. I'm shocked. Honestly, I thought that the, I thought that the Warriors won, were one of the most slept-on teams going into the year because, yeah. really, they lost Durant, which is huge. They lost Clay, but they got D'Lo. So mm-hmm. I figured... I figured not a big that, fan I figured, of D'Lo. You're not a big fan not of D'Lo? I'm a big fan. I like D'Lo. I'm, I'm a big D'Lo guy. Mm-hmm. And I figured that the, him and Seth Curry... Could actually create like a pretty lethal combination. I just think D'Lo wants the ball too much. I think he's kind of a selfish player. No, so a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how well he meshes with Steph Curry. Yeah. But I think, 
I thought Steph Curry was MVP candidate this year. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought so too. But obviously at this point, once Steph went out, I was like, all right, this team's done. And they looks like they are. Yeah. Who knows, man? Maybe. Maybe nuts. <coughs> maybe they're going to, like, maybe they're going to tank. They went from in the finals to being um, not, like, even making the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to tank for LaMelo Ball. <laughs> Honestly, that would be nuts. That would be wild. That, it, it wouldn't work, but I think that would just be sick to watch. I think they draft him. him? No, they would, they would draft um, the Paul big Anthony? man. The big man who just Isaiah got, Stewart? Uh, the big man who just got suspended. If you're um, speaking of Isaiah Stewart, dude, I, I went to I started to Brighton High School. McQuaid High School was like ten minutes, like literally like no, it's like a five minute walk for me. Mm-hmm. And they had Isaiah Isaiah Stewart. Oh. He he moved and is insane. He he uh, committed to Washington University, and now he's like the fifth overall like power rankings draft pick. That's wild. It's That's insane. Wild, yeah. It's and he went to like a school really close to me. That is pretty crazy. He like screwed up my high school when when we were playing basketball yeah. against them. No, seeing, all, seeing guys like that in person is ridiculous. I'll look up the NBA. Um, yeah, look up. Look up. Um, yeah, look up the draft because I'm. Why am I forgetting this guy's name? Jay. Okay, so James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Oh, that's him. He's the big filthy. man. I, I, know think, you're I think. I think that. I think that he'd pair well with. Um, Draymond Green, and they do need a big man presence. Mm. So I think I think he would fit right in there. Okay, I think this will fit. Lamelo Ball to the Hawks. Oh, Trey Young. That would be very good. I feel I like Lamelo Ball needs his own team. I don't know. I think I he love Trey Young. 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 I love Trey Young. I love Trey Young. I was I a little bit iffy on him when he went to the NBA, healthy. but very Trey Young is a baller. He's, He's a baller. Do you see two straight games he makes somebody? Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He's a baller. He's sick. Isaiah Stewart, 11th to the Hornets. 11th to the Hornets? And being in the NBA after Hiroshima. Wait, hold on. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think that the T-Wolves wouldn't be a bad spot for LaMelo Ball. Yeah. I think because they, they need a point guard. Yeah, I would rather see LaMelo go to a... Way uh, Jesuit High School. Look at that. I'd rather... Rochester, New York. I'd rather, I'd rather see LaMelo go to a team that's like... I, I don't know. I just don't like... He I just don't. I, um, all right, let's He's see. ranked at number two right now. Trying to number two. Damn. Wow. That's ridiculous. Cole Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Could see possibly the Knicks. Could, could see, um, wait, keep scrolling for a second. No, I couldn't see him on the Spurs. Celtics at nine? Celtics at, yeah, that's. In the, oh, actually, is, I, th- I think we have somebody's pick. Oh, you do? Oh. You do? Yeah, we definitely yeah. have somebody's pick. I don't think he'd fit with the Celtics, but I think it would be funny to see that. Yeah, I agree. Dude, if the Mavericks were, the Mavericks are too good to get LaMelo Ball, but I think that he'd be a fantastic fit. I agree. They yeah, need a point guard. Yeah. They need a point guard. You've got Luka Doncic already. Lamelo Ball has shown that he he's a he, he's a good point guard who not only can shoot but he can slash and kick. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's huge for Luka. And if you had the combination of Lamelo Ball, Luka Doncic, and Kristaps Porzingis, that those are disgusting. three star players yeah. who can play in the paint, who can play, who can shoot from three. That's lethal. Yeah. That's pretty that's lethal. Yeah. And Luka Doncic. MVP candidate this year, and LeBron's oh probably going to win it. So good. LeBron's probably going to win it, so but good. next year it's Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is looking good. And 29-5, I was shocked. I was so shocked sorry. when he didn't go first overall. I did not yeah. understand how anybody could go over him Wait, the draft. Who is over him? It's the center. Um, not with this one. Deon- oh, DeAndre yeah, It was DeAndre yeah, Ayton, and then it was... Um, I'll look it up. DeAndre Trae Ayton. Young. Uh, Trey Young oh, yeah. before him, I think. I think or that, that he might have gone like right out. It was weird because there was like a trade that went on. But um, that, that honestly worked out. Perfect. What was that? The, the twenty eighteen NBA yeah. draft. I let me think. Oh, wait, uh, I think it was. I, I think, think it, it was, was twenty seventeen um, or twenty eighteen. Jaron Johnson Jr. 
for the and uh and um the dude for the uh, Kings maybe. Oh, um, Buddy Heald. No, no, no. That was all right. It was DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley. Yeah, that's who it is. Luka Doncic was picked third, but traded to uh, Dallas at fifth, and Trey Young was taken. Um, and then Jaron Jackson was taken yeah. for, uh, taken fourth. So, yeah, I I don't understand how because let's 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 take it for how it is. All these guys were college players who were playing at the college level, and that's a very good level of basketball. But Luka Doncic was basically playing in the NBA of Europe, which yes, was yes. he was facing grown men. He was facing people so much older than him, and he'd been playing since he was like sixteen. And not only was he like performing, he was. I'm pretty sure the MVP of the year. Euroleague MVP. He was yeah. the Euroleague MVP. That's and this is literally MVP. like, this is, if, I, I think I think that the, the way that they described it was that if the NBA, like, you know, like the MLB farm systems? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The NBA is the MLB. Um, the Euroleague is AAA. Mm-hmm. And, um, and college basketball is double or single A. The fact that Luka Doncic not only was playing at a bet, facing better competition and older players and smarter players, he was the MVP at that pool of people. Yeah. I think is, un, it's first off it's unprecedented, second off it's just insane, and I don't, I just didn't understand how, how the Suns couldn't have, just wouldn't have taken. It. I yeah. get that. Yeah, it is what it is. I think that the Suns who have been playing well this year DeAndre, would be a much better team if DeAndre they had. Ayn's a good fit. DeAndre Ayton's a good fit, but I don't know. I think that, I, I feel like, I feel like the, he, I saw the Suns have lost like the last like four. Yeah. I don't see, I don't see the star, like the star or number one pick kind of like power of DeAndre Ayton. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I feel like he's just like cat, but not as good. I feel like yeah. he's a very talented player, but I feel like he's going to be like, for most of his career, like a five, like the fifth to 10th best center in the NBA. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think he's ever going to carry a team. He's never going to be the reason a team is winning games. Yeah. I think Devin Booker's pretty dirty. Devin Booker's ridiculous. Um, I like Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio as a fit. Ricky Rubio as a fit on that team, too, but... Great fit. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about this um, proposed thing? I, I read about this. Um, instead of, like, to discourage teams from tanking, and, and also during the All-Star break, they're thinking about doing, like, a, a tournament between, like, teams. Like, a, a college basketball-style tournament. So, like, for example, oh. the, um, they'll have, they, for, like, draft picks, they'd have a tournament at the end of the year, and whichever team wins gets oh. the first draft pick. Like, a March Madness. Oh, so it's, it's like, yeah. a consolation bracket yeah, for the and, first pick? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then at the All-Star break, they do a, a tournament, and whichever team won that would get home field, or home court advantage in the playoffs, something like that. Because that's because all star rating, uh, all star, all star game viewership has gone down in the previous years. What I'll say is that I feel like with that you're gonna see a very different and just as bad, possibly worse form of tanking. Tanking in which mm-hmm. teams that are basically, let's say, let's say you're out west. Let's say that you're the Trailblazers, or let's say maybe you're even the Rockets. Maybe you're the um, say the Spurs or the Mavericks and you're a team that's good but not good enough to win the chip and say that you're on the fringe of making the playoffs, you're not gonna want to make the playoffs. Yeah. What's the point of that? You're just going to see what you're going to see is that you're going to see one team that probably should have made the playoffs, who probably purposely lost their last like ten games to miss the playoffs, go ahead and destroy everybody 
in that field. Yeah. And the teams that are That's seriously true. bad are going to, like, miss out. That's I think true. what they were That's talking true. about is, the, like, they'd, they'd seed the people in the playoff, the teams in the playoffs, but it wouldn't be based on worst record. It would be based on, like, the first seed, seed would be whoever's playing at the best at the end of the season. So it encourages pe- teams to play better at the end of the season in order to get the first seed. But but even then, aren't they competing against uh, the other teams too in like a March Madness style thing? I think so. So I feel like I, I don't know. I guess just what I feel like would happen is that teams that were in the team like you know like your like purgatory teams mm-hmm. would get better and become like very good teams, while your bad teams would stay bad for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. That's, same, that's one teams, thing that they were thinking about. The teams, yeah. the teams that are seriously bad, are, um, are. Never going to get a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're still discouraging people from making the playoffs because you're going to have a pretty trash 6-8 to eight seed, yeah. I feel like, if you do that. And that means that not only are you going to be ruining... Um, like Instead of basically ruining regular season viewings, now you're also ruining playoff viewings. Because That's people true. aren't going to want to watch the Clippers face like a sorry... like. No, I think this would be after the playoffs. Right, but, but like if I, you what miss I, the playoffs. Yeah, what I'm oh, trying right. to say yeah, is yeah, that yeah, like fair. there's gonna be teams that like accidentally wound up in the playoffs that don't want to be there. Yeah. And they're not gonna be very good teams because I feel like like there's teams in that range that will probably be tanking. Mm-hmm. So like if you face like a sorry Kings team, like, yeah, come on. Right? I don't really know how it's supposed to work. I still think uh, in theory, and it's a good idea. I think there will be flaws, but if you can like imagine if you have after the playoffs teams duking it out for the first pick. I think that would be, be so cool. sick. That, I that would be sick. sick. I think another thing that would be really cool is you take like the four best teams for the best odds for the number one pick. You do a you do a March Madness. You do a college football bracket yeah. against them. Yeah. They like the two on two, mm-hmm. and then whoever wins it gets the first pick. See, that would I would sick. like. See, I see, think that, that would be. be better. Yeah. I think I think yeah. that would be much better. Um, but I think if you did all sixteen teams that don't make it, yeah, I yeah. Like that, yeah. Would, that would that would not. That would not work. Well. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they were gonna do all sixteen teams. If it's just I like really a top four thing, that would be so for it. That would be so awesome. Because right now, it's not in the percentages and the new ping pong balls. That's just ping pong balls. That's just dumb as hell. Yeah, I, I just don't. Dumb. Here's oh, here's one thing though. Here's one thing that I'd say is going to make it really weird. Yeah. Say that. Say that a very good team, like for example, when the Brooklyn Nets, when Celtics had the Brooklyn Nets pick, and the Brooklyn Nets were a terrible team. Um. And, like, I, I, yeah, the, the Celtics got the first pick, um, the Markel Folds here, mm-hmm. but... Oh, he's a bust, yeah, He's a bust. But here's, the, like, I guess what I'm, trying to, what I'm trying to say is that if you're a team that is in the bottom four and will be in this bracket, but traded your pick away, why, like, what's... There's just no reason to be, like, to, to even try. That's you know what true. I mean? I think that would yeah. kind of screw over teams that trade... That's true. Because yeah. then I feel That's like teams, teams would be much more afraid to trade for a uh, bad team's pick because all of a sudden, like, that pick turns from possibly being a first pick to most likely being a third or fourth. Yeah. That's true. I get that. That's true. I get that. It also gives them an incentive, though, to play well, you know? Like, yeah. if they did have the bracket. That's, that's another thing to that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I think it's an interesting idea, but I. Th- Think, I feel like there there needs to be more like thinking. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I have to come up with a, like a really sound system to do. It yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. I think I think it is true though that they do need a uh, 
something different. They need they need a change. They, uh, yeah. Tanking's pretty bad. It looks like it's even starting to happen in the NFL. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, um, before we play our last song, want to do some sign-offs? Um, sure, Chris, you want to go first? Sure. Um, Shout-out to the Keen Squad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're, you're all listening. I know we're about to watch a movie. Yeah, shout-out to you guys. Yeah. Um, anything else to say? Any any sh- um, any any sign off anything that's going on in the life of Chris Harrison the life of Chris Harrison um I'm very excited to go home for break yep. be in the Boston area I know um, Nappy's from the Boston area a lot of people are you yeah. know how it is thank you. yeah, yeah fun bus ride. awesome yeah thank you guys for having me on the show thank you for coming on thank you for coming on Chris yeah all I gotta say is uh thank you Chris for coming on um. I hope everybody has a good break. I'll be in Iceland if anyone wants to say. You're gonna be in Iceland, bro? Yeah, I will. What? Uh huh. You're telling me more about that after the show. I I will. Um. Yeah. So everyone have a good break. Shout out to the Keen Kids. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to uh, the homies back home. Um. Excited for break. And uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um. You guys should also go to our podcast, The Third Stringers, and listen to all our shows because we want more viewership on that. Uh, It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you, Nap. All right. Uh, thanks for listening for whoever is still listening now uh, Chris thank you for being on the show Cole mm-hmm. thanks for co-hosting thank you again. what's this number 7 number 7 I hope everybody who's listening has a great break number eight, I actually. can't number 8 wow I can't wait to go home and eat Wendy's um, yeah that's and eat turkey I guess mm-hmm. so and shout then. out to shout out to Wendy's um, what Cole said follow us on Spotify and listen to our things and Tell everybody to everyone. To ev- tell everybody you talk to. Every single person. Every single person. I'm. Please. I'm talking to you right now, listener. Yes. Every single person you see at school tomorrow, be like, hey, Spotify. Listen, listen to this podcast on Spotify, and it's in my Instagram bio. So in my too. And calls, so I don't want to hear anything about. Oh, I don't know where to find it. Click on our bios. Yes. You probably follow us on Instagram. Yes. Listen to it. Listen to it. All right. <clears throat> Peace, guys. Have a good break, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace!